Welcome to the Diabetics Doing Things podcast. We've been telling the amazing stories of type 1 diabetics all across the world since 2015, and we have over a thousand years of living with T1D on the podcast. The interviews range from incredible feats to everyday victories, and we celebrate them all just the same. Thanks for listening, and if you want to get involved even further, just send me an email at rob at diabeticsdoingthings.com. Welcome everyone. This is a very special episode of Diabetics Doing Things. I actually got to go out to Los Angeles, California on the campus of Medtronic Diabetes and interview Chief Patient Officer Luis Diaz. So what you're about to hear is Luis and I one-on-one in his office in uh, Los Angeles, and I think you're going to be really surprised at all of the things that we don't see as type 1s that are going on behind the scenes at companies like Medtronic, uh, and all the feedback that, that they hear and see out there in social media especially that goes into their product development and all the things that they're doing for us and building. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this very special episode with Luis Diaz. To another episode of Diabetics Doing Things. Uh, we've got a very special episode today. Uh, we're sitting on uh, the, head, the campus of Medtronic uh, Diabetes. So we're here in Northridge, California, and my very special guest today uh, is Chief Patient Officer Louis Diaz. Louis, uh, first of all, thank you for taking the time. I know you, uh, you're a busy guy, and uh, I, but I really appreciate you, you know, having us out here and um, you know making yourself available. Yeah. Good morning to everyone. Welcome. Yeah, it's great to have you. And um, and I think we're gonna have a good session. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, this is this is a, one of the rare versions of my podcast where I'm actually in the room with the person that I interview. Uh, most of my conversations take place via Skype. So, uh, and then also I have a little bit of an audience here. So we've got uh, some of our great Medtronic supporters and team members here as well. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give us like a little bit of background on who you are um, and your roles as a chief patient officer? Because as I understand it. Uh, that's a very different role for a, a company like Medtronic. Um, so why don't you tell us about your role and why it's so different and and, uh, and, and what you do on a daily basis? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, Chief uh, Patient Officer. So um, that's kind of a new title. It's a new title for uh, Medtronic. I think it's a new title for the whole industry. I don't think there's a lot of healthcare or other companies that have um, such a role. The role means a lot of things. You know, it starts with... Um, being here to support and advocate for uh, patients. Um, but I think within Medtronic Diabetes, it takes um, a new meaning. Um, Medtronic Diabetes is a great company when it comes to um, clinical studies, innovation, um, great customer support. Um, but I think the chief patient officer goes above and beyond all of that to uh, ensure that we are listening to our patients and uh, not just assuming what they want, what they need, but that we uh, put patients at the center of everything we do. And so we've started to use uh, the concept of uh, patient-centered design, which means our ability to listen very carefully, very seriously, and then to translate what we listen, the patient's needs, concerns, dreams, aspirations, and translate that into great new design of products and design of services. So. Um, in essence, um, it's all about listening, but it's also about then turning the listening 
into action and into greater um, design of products uh, and services. A specific example, if I uh, if I may bring to bear, is um, a lot of uh, a lot of the patients are using our new Minimat 670G system. Um, a key, very small, simple element of design there is the blue shield. So we've got a great algorithm, a great system of sort of automatically adjusting insulin delivery, but we also have created this um, blue shield, which is essentially a symbol that we are taking care of the patient, we're taking care of you, and, uh, and, uh, and therefore we're communicating uh, a lot of um, trust. So I hope that will bring a lot more examples of listening and then designing to uh, meet our patients' needs and concerns. And I think that's, I mean, that's super interesting and obviously very modern uh, way of thinking. And I think now, especially in the age of like new media, social media, inter and internet communications, um, that conversation used to be just one way, right? And um, obviously you've been in the industry for a while. Um, how has, and this is, and this is sort of a, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but how has that, the new medium conversations uh, shaped what you guys do, both from a listening perspective, yes, um, as well as just sort of understanding what people are going through? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we love it. I, I, I think as Medtronic Diabetes has been one of the first companies, especially in healthcare, to kind of embrace um, listening um, to, to the patients, uh, having a conversation uh, with the patients. So we love uh, all of Facebook. We were just uh, talking about, uh, you know, about a year ago when we started doing Facebook Live kind of conversations with patients. Uh, we love Instagram. We, we love uh, Twitter. And, um, and it's, it's really important. I, I, think, I think it gets us to uh, not just the needs and the concerns of the patients, but it gets us to, to the emotions. Uh, what people are really feeling, and I think that's an important part um, of us uh, of us listening. Sometimes a lot of what um, you know patients say is is not pleasant to our ears, and 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 sometimes it's it's even fair. Um, but um, but it's really important that we listen to um, you know to all of the positives, uh, to all of the concerns, and and sometimes to um, you know to some valid comments, and that helps us change the company. Um, I can only tell you that um, that um, comments uh, are being heard, um, comments are being discussed um, um, in the company at all levels. Um, we um, we have lots of conversations with patients in the company. Um, we have lots of conversations um, within our leadership team uh, about what the patients are saying, and um, and our decisions are being informed um, um, by what the patients are saying. Our projects, our innovation is being driven. By what the patients are saying, so it's a great, it's a great way to um, to hear uh, patients' voices through uh, through you know the new digital social uh, media. That's very cool. It's good to know that um, that there's a company out there that uh, is so close to many of us, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, in the type one community is, is look, listening to those stories and those comments, uh, even the ones that, like I think you said, are sometimes unfair. I think we <laughs> realize that sometimes too. Well, you know, being fair or unfair is a, is a matter of perspective, and um, I think what um, what uh, being in Instagram and Facebook, what it allows us is to, you know, to tell our story, and you know, um, sometimes um, people understand and sympathize with that story. Uh, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of other uh, perspectives, and um, and that's all that's all good, as long as there is a conversation, and that's what we're all about is is having a sincere, honest uh, conversation with um, with all the patients. Um, and we hope that, you know, we're probably 
as a diabetes company, as a healthcare company, uh, one of those companies that are uh, most engaged in, in listening and, and, and talking to patients. And I think that is, you know, at the core, you know, your, your, what you bring to the organization. And how, how is that unique in the you know, medical device industry, healthcare? Other companies don't have this position, right? Or, and yeah. How is that, how are you guys driving that innovation? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, most healthcare companies have a great chief medical officer. And when we have a wonderful one, and a lot of people know Dr. Kaufman, and, um, and she's absolutely fantastic. But I think what we've realized is that the conversation now is not just a conversation about medical issues or a conversation just with doctors and nurses. It's a conversation that needs to involve and engage the patient. And the patient voice is becoming, you know, stronger, more powerful. Companies need to listen to it. Doctors need to listen to it. Insurance uh, companies need to listen to it. Hospitals need to listen to it. And I think I think I see my role as kind of helping to foster um, that um, that communication and and bringing the voices of all um, to play. And and the voice of the patient is is more critical than ever. Patients are extremely well educated. They're extremely knowledgeable and so the role of for instance the doctors and the patients is now one of collaboration doctors actually want to know what do the patients want and uh, and and they take that very much into consideration and so do companies and so so my role is is to make sure that the patient's voices are being heard uh, I mean it's a simple from a business point of view it's very simple you listen to what the patients want and you 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 meet their expectations uh, you know you meet their expectations uh, as often as you can uh, you know the company works very hard um, to do exactly that uh, I think I've been amazed by the the commitment uh, the passion of you know Medtronic employees uh, a lot of them um, also have experienced uh, diabetes in their lives and their families and um, and so they've got a lot of passion, and, and so serving our patients is a little bit of a tradition at Medtronic. It's interesting you talk about passion. I've, uh, I was in a meeting earlier with another group, uh, and they brought up that same point. Um, and you, you, I think you mentioned uh, just now that, the, that there's some sort of tie to diabetes, whether it's, a, it's an individual or a family member or, uh, or someone. Is that passion you know, part of the culture that really drives everybody here at Medtronic? What's, uh, how does that... I, li I like that. I like this idea of people like really going to battle that we don't see in the community, right? And behind the scenes, really working hard, uh, and maybe sometimes even just button heads with each other. I like that. I like that idea of just uh, you know really working hard for patients. Yes, I mean uh, absolutely, and I hope that we we will will show that more and more. I, I think Medtronic as a company, if you go back to the mission, and if you read the mission, you know um, it, it's very much about the patients and putting the patients at the center, you know, about saving lives. So. As a tradition, um, you know, every every December um, to celebrate the holidays, we've we've got a we've got an incredible um, employee um, spectacle show in which all of the business units bring in patients that talk about their experiences with Medtronic and how how their lives have been changed, and so that carries very much uh, into Medtronic Diabetes. So we host very often we host. Um, um, patients that come and share their stories, and we've got a big auditorium, and we've got people across the company that uh, that are continuously listening to, um, to you know, to what the patients say. But, but very much in Medtronic Diabetes is, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. You know, we've got so many people that have um, that have a patient, um, 
um, that have someone in their family that, that have experienced um, diabetes. So, um, so that's very close to, um, to, um, to a lot of the discussions. So, um, so when we're thinking about the new product, uh, when we're thinking about um, you know, something we're going to say, uh, we're always informed, um, if not by the patient community at large, at minimum by uh, a lot of the patient employees and that 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 serve with us i mean i i i have got to mention uh, i've got to mention naomi naomi is is you know works in you know in the social area you know she answers a lot of the patients comments and she's always communicating this is what we listen from the community this is what i'm experienced with the product um you know we have to do better this is working great um so we're always informed by naomi and 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 a lot others um, um a lot of the a lot of the, you know, the diabetes educators, clinicians, a lot of the, the, um, the, the managers um, out in the field that interact directly with the patients, that serve the patients very much, um, quite a lot of them have, have diabetes. So there's a really personal um, relationship. And, um, and so it's, um, it's, it's, it's great spirit. And like you said, there's great conversations going on on what's needed to serve the patients. And you mentioned Naomi, who's on the social team. I think it was my first interaction with Medtronic um, on, on Instagram and, and she's a type one. I actually talked to her yesterday. She and I are from literally the same part of yeah. like the, yeah. Texas. The, yeah. She's <laughs> from the town next to mine, like, yeah. you know, five minutes away, which I thought was just super small world. Um, you talked about her story and, and living with T1D. What are, your, what are some of your other favorite stories uh, that come to mind that you hear either from the community, from patients, from people here in the office? Um, at least in your time in this role, uh, and, you know, how, how is that, yeah. what, what really comes to mind? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Naomi has, you know, has a great story, you know. She's a petite person with a very powerful, very passionate uh, voice, and she, um, she we, we, listen, we listen to her very, very closely. She's, uh, she, she says things with, with a laugh, but with, uh, with a degree of seriousness that, uh, that has a lot of credibility all the way up to, um, you know, to our, to our president. Let me start by saying and sharing that um, that you know a one of my favorite stories is my story trying to actually um, um, use a pump and use a sensor and it wasn't a it wasn't a very uh, pretty picture and uh, I, I, I I'm not sure that I can relate uh, you know to, to having diabetes I can relate a little bit that for uh, for for a few days I actually had to wear a pump I had to pay attention to the sensor readings. I had to try to deal with all of the alarms and it was, it was overwhelming. Uh, and, and that's not taking into account, you know, what's my glucose and am I safe to go asleep at night? So, but I, I felt very much just uh, the overwhelming, um, just uh, concern about what's going on, what buttons to push and, and all that stuff. Well, so I, I, uh, wanna, I wanna stop you for a second. That's, first of all, that's really cool. Um, and I, First of all, I applaud you for, for doing that, and I think really putting yourself in the patient's shoes, which I think is super important. Um, you kn you knew a lot about people living with type one and using your products. <laughs> What's the difference between just hearing about it and knowing what the products do, and then stepping into it, actually having to make them work? At least you know, at least in placebo. Effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, we hear so many positive stories, so many people being thankful for um, you know for for our products, other companies' products, just for the just for the therapy and, and the service that, that, that goes out there. So we, we we're constantly have these great, inspiring stories. You know, then actually being, you know, sitting 
and using the devices um, and and just having to deal with it all is 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 kind of a different experience and and just and just I cannot necessarily relate to all of the emotional sort of um, sort of burden that goes along with it, but I can relate to some of the practical things. So um, when I was using the device, I, I mean, I, I remember sincerely, uh, it's very uh, it's very clear to me. You know, eight o'clock um, on on a Tuesday morning. This is my second day in LA. Um, I have um, the pump for less than 24 hours. I'm driving to work, 4.05, joining with the I-10. There's a lot of cars. Alarm goes off. I take my eyes off of the alarm and, you know, things, let's say, slow down as they do in L.A. And I did bump the car in front. Of, uh, in front. So nothing catastrophic, you know, everybody's safe, um, you know, just a little, uh, a little bump touch. But, um, but my gosh. This is something I wasn't taking into account. So, um, so, so I'm, I'm, for instance, I'm very sensitized to, to driving. Yeah. You know, are, are, are people, when they get into a car, are they ready to go on a journey? Um, you know, are they safe? Um, what is the sound and the alarm? You know, how can we communicate sort of from an audio point of view so that you're not alerted with a big sort of beep that, that just kind of throws you off. So, um, so I've talked to a lot of our, uh, you know, our scientists and engineers and our designers on how do we communicate in a manner that's, that's, that's less intrusive, um, that you know, maybe we connect with, with, with the car systems. Cars are now becoming more and more sophisticated and evolved. So it's not just your, your, your watch or, or, or your phone. It's, it's everything that's around us. So, um, so very challenging dealing with the devices. I'm sure it's a lot more challenging um, dealing with, um, you know, with diabetes. But I love all of the stories. Um, I love all of the stories. I, I love primarily, to tell you the truth, I love the people. Um, um, you know, people do a lot of things with diabetes, but I love just, uh, just the character of the people. Um, I'm just, uh, they're usually um, extremely positive, um, energetic, just extremely well organized as you try to keep track of of lots of things, um, just a tremendous amount of, 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 of energy. So, um, so I'm always learning, um, and I think we're all inspired by, um, by not just what the people do, but who the people um, are um, as, 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 as persons. Yeah, I think uh, when you humanize it a little bit too, you know, everybody's so different, but also we have those little things. And I, I talk to people all the time, uh, other type ones, when you meet each other in the wild, uh, as, as it were, uh, you, like you see a pump tube, or you see a CGM, or you see a, a finger yeah. prick. Uh, you sort of just bypass all the normal, like, "Hey, uh, hi, how are you?" type conversations that you'd have with a normal stranger, and you just be like, "Hey, I have, a, I have one too." And I think yeah. uh, when you hear those stories, whether even through you know brands like Medtronic and other yeah. companies, like it's like, "Oh, there's somebody else out there like me." And that's a big part of what we do on the podcast is you know just telling the stories of other people, just un with the understanding that. Somewhere, someone, someone out there has probably just been diagnosed with type one who does something similar to this person, and you know they may need to hear the message right now. Yeah. So that's that's always very inspiring. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, the potential and I think the idea of uh, of integrating your insulin, your support system diabetes products into uh, into your car, which I think is super cool. I need I'm gonna figure you know I need a Tesla that checks my blood sugar <laughs> ASAP. Um, so I'm gonna hold you guys to that, uh, obviously, <laughs> but. I think this is the best time to live with type one if there ever really was such a thing. Um, and, I, and I say that and I talk to other people who believe that too. Um, 
what are you most excited about? What kind of gets you, uh, what are you hopeful for in the next, you know, six months, one year, two years? I know obviously 670 mm -hmm. um, sort of coming in and inundating the market uh, more in, in the next short while is a huge part of that. But what, what comes to mind when you think of, um, you know, the next steps in this, in this journey? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, diabetes, unfortunately, is, is, is the kind of condition that, that everyone, lots of companies are trying to help, are, are, are either, um, you know, already involved, uh, tremendous amount of research. Um, we're doing, you know, we're doing, we're doing our, our, our bit. We're doing, you know, Minimat 670G is, is a, you know, is a step uh, forward in, in lots of aspects. Um, we're also um, very keen to, to extend a lot of the benefits of, of, of new therapies, not only to you know, type 1 patients, but also to type 2 patients. So, um, so um, the ability for, for, for instance, a type 2 patient to, to go into the doctor, you know, a primary care physician, and, and, and just be diagnosed. We've got, a, um, we've got a sensor, a continuous glucose sensor called IPRO2 that, um, that helps um, patients being diagnosed and, and helps them manage therapy. So I think that's the ability to have access to, to that, those type of devices, uh, continuous glucose sensors in, 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 in a variety of doctors is, is tremendous. We're going to continue to push forward, you know, Minimat 670G, and then what comes next. Uh, so we're all excited about that. Um, and I think the industry uh, as a whole, and I think Medtronic is smack at the center of it, um, is extremely interested in bringing not only the therapy, um, but all these new technologies that are becoming available, right? Just, just uh, the integration with your, you know, with your, you, with your smartphone. Uh, the ability to, um, to then translate, you know, all of the data into meaningful um, insights. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I believe that Medtronic Diabetes is extremely innovative it, it has been in its partnership with, with IBM. And, you know, you, you see the, some of the IBM advertisements about, you know, Watson. And, and making sense of data and analyzing data so that, so that before you even know it, um, you know, um, there's a conversation and you're being alerted to, um, to, hey, last Tuesday, you know, you ate this sandwich and, and, you know, it's Tuesday again and you might be eating a similar sandwich and this is what happened to you. So just kind of this conversation um, through data, through these more sophisticated um, um, analytical systems it's also coming into the industry and I think that as a whole um, we're going to be able to surround the patient with not only just a great Minimat 670G pump a great continuous glucose system but all of this uh, all of this other data and advice and, and conversations and um, and, and uh, you know we hope to make it available to you know to to, to all the patients, you know, I was joking about driving a car, but um, but one of the inspirational stories um, that I've um, that I have a, I had a chance to um, to um, to share to be part of is you know um, Kate, uh, one of our one of our patients is actually a motorbike rider. You know, she she's she's gone from you know Florida to Alaska. You know, so um, so you know the conversation with Kate is like. What are you doing for me? I'm 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 on a bicycle, for uh, you know for 12 hours a day. Um, you know I love to go on these long trips. So how do I know what's going on uh, without necessarily having to uh, you know to stop? So um, so how we surround people with all of the new technology at all these different places um, 
is something that uh, that we are striving and and to do it both for type one as well as type two patients. Yeah, I think you know, looking at it holistically, and not just the device, not just the day to day, but like you know, if if someone wanted to take a twelve hour a day, six week bike ride, you know, <laughs> uh, and I, I've talked to some people who you know ride bikes like on bicycles for four weeks at a time across Japan or something, you know, and uh, and the you know it takes time to pull over, stop, check your blood sugar, and then keep moving. You know, how do they, how do we respond to those situations and really look at it from a lifestyle perspective? Yeah. So it's very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, you know when when you think about holistically, and I think in, in marketing at least we talk about like the word global or you know you look at those things. I think from a global standpoint of, of diabetes care and, and research, um, what talk about some of the global programs that Medtronic is spearheading. Um, to help people gain access, to help you know, um, you know, create awareness. Um, I, know, I know there's a lot of other global advocacy pieces, but talk about Medtronic's role in, in some of that. Yeah, I mean, I think as a company, that's that's a big priority for us to be to be a truly um, to be a truly global um, company. I, I I think sometimes we forget how um, privileged we are. I mean, in the U.S. is really the exception. Our our standard of living, our standard of care, our, our healthcare system. Um, you know, Minimed 670G, you know, introduced first in the U.S. So we're we're you know we're blessed with um, in lots of cases um, having great great care for uh, for for our, for diabetes. You know, you contrast that with you know with Mexico, even just just uh, a close uh, neighbor, or or India, or or China. You know, China, you're 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 essentially experiencing you know uh, a pump when you've had a you know a dramatic event and you're at the hospital and, and, and that's when you get a pump you know and um, and so so the level of care just varies all over uh, the place so we're, we're very cognizant on how do we make things more accessible more affordable it it, it starts with the doctors also um, you know programs to educate doctors um, you know, surprisingly enough there's not a lot of endocrinologists um, in the U.S. and and, and, and even uh, much less outside uh, outside, so just providing programs where we can educate and, and and partner with doctors and hospitals is 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 a first step. Then making um, making the the therapy accessible and, and affordable is a key um, is a key next step. So one of the things that we're trying to do is um, is uh, is provide um, either direct financial assistance or provide. Um, um, Different financial programs that allow patients to afford um, to be in 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 the in the therapy. Um, you know, specifically in Mexico, we've got a program called um, Diabetes Sin Limites, um, uh, which means diabetes without um, limits, and, and it's essentially a pump rental uh, program um, um, that allows people to you know to share in the cost, but not to be overwhelmed uh, by the cost. And in the U.S., we've got we've got similar programs. We we've we've uh, we've 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 used trial programs, free trial programs, where you can try the pump system for free, uh, and then figure out if that's for you or not. Um, and uh, and I'm sure that will evolve into uh, a lot of these other programs that we've tried in 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 Mexico, um, uh, you know, in China, uh, in India. That will also bring some of those programs to the U.S. We talked a lot about. Um, about 670, um, just just briefly, um, and, and I, I want us to dig in a little bit because it's uh, obviously a hot topic right now, especially you know when you guys are talking about the 
you're reading the social media comments and listening to what people are saying. Um, you know, and it's been called everything from the closed loop system to the artificial pancreas, and people are uh, there's been clickbaity articles out there <laughs> about what it does and everything. Um, why is it so revolutionary, and um, what is the feedback you've gotten from uh, from the test group? I, I met one of the test group uh, ambassadors yesterday, and kind of got some firsthand feedback as well, which is really really helpful. Uh, but what are you what are you hearing? What yeah, I mean, we're I'm telling you that that Medtronic Diabetes and all its employees are extremely proud of MediMed 670G, but I can also tell you that the whole of Medtronic, all 80, 90,000 employees are just, um, are transfixed, just so proud of, uh, of what's been done, all the way from, you know, from Human Akami, our president, to, to um, Omar Ishraq, our Medtronic uh, president. They, they've just, they've, everybody has had a hand in, in helping work with the FDA, work with a lot of other organizations and bringing, you know, Minimed 670G system um, into the marketplace. So we see it really as a, a milestone in how to, um, in how to treat uh, um, diabetes. Um, so we've had lots of great, um, lots of great feedback. Um, 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 it does take um, some time to kind of learn the system because because if you if you've um, if you've been taking care of your diabetes and being very precise and very controlling and you have a certain way of doing things, we are actually asking you two things. One is to learn a new system, and the second thing is for you to be patient, and and um, and that takes some time to kind of adjust. Because what the system essentially wants to do is to say, we've got you we're taking control and we're automatically uh, taking care of your uh, basal delivery. Uh, you clearly still have to do um, a lot of your uh, a lot of your bolusing, but we are taking care of your uh, basal delivery and um, and so and so that requires a little bit of patience and learning that the, the and trust that the system is now taking care uh, of you. It requires also working with your doctor and your nurse to adjust the system a little bit and and um, and so it takes a week two weeks maybe even some patients it might take uh, it might take a little longer than that um, but what we hear at the end of it is uh, is oh my goodness this is um, you know this is this is impressive this is exciting and what that gets translated is is patients and families really talking about I can go to sleep at night I um, I, I'm less anxious. Um, just a constant anxiety and, and burden of what's going to happen next. Hey, I've got to do this in another hour or two hours. You're now starting to feel a lot more, um, a lot more relaxed. So, so the fatigue of diabetes, the constant diabetes uh, thinking, is now sort of being um, being being lifted. Uh, not completely, but significantly. Uh, lifted, so so you're not as, as as physically tired. You're not as emotionally tired. So um, so, hey, it works great for a lot of people. Um, I'm sure that some patients may or may not work. Um, you also have to realize that the Minimed 670G system is really almost like a two-in-one system. So you can work in the auto mode system, but you can also default into um, the, the suspend before low algorithm which in and of itself a lot of patients are bragging about, and the suspend before low um, algorithm system um, 
in and of itself is a tremendous advancement versus anything else uh, in the marketplace. So I've had, you know, Joel has been thrilled. Joel is one of our, you know, patients that we recently had in Northridge to talk about his experience. You know, he was thrilled with the suspend before low. But we've had patients like, you know, Nikita or Nikki that have been absolutely thrilled with, you know, the hybrid closed loop system. Um, I know a lot of people love to talk about it's the artificial pancreas. It's the perfect system. It does everything for everyone. Let's not have a promise here. <laughs> Let's manage expectations. It is an hybrid closed loop system, meaning that um, there's a conversation between the patient and the system. The patient does certain things the system does other things and they kind of go back and forth between each other um, thus the, the, the idea of kind of an hybrid alternation between the patient and, uh, and the system. Um, one final thought Rob is, is when we talk about the Minimed 670G system everybody kind of gets you know looks at the pump you know gets excited by the smart guard automated sort of kind of feature but the one thing that most people are surprised about is uh, is the Guardian Sensor um, 3 um, continuous glucose uh, monitor. Um, we've had a history with sensors. Um, this is really the next generation. And a lot of people are like, um, wow. Um, you know, the benefits of having uh, a continuous glucose monitor, that's tremendous. The ability of that continuous glucose monitor to be so reliable and to now communicate um, with the algorithm, with the smart guard technology that that tells the pump what to do, um, you know that's been one of the biggest uh, uh, wows also for a lot of patients. It's very cool. I think you know the um, some of the feedback that I've seen even from non-test group um, folks is just like how accurate the the sensor is, uh, taking some of that mental strain off of. Uh, just every day because mm -hmm. you know as this as many chronic illnesses are you know the ro the roadmap and customer life cycle patient life cycle of a medtronic customer with diabetes is their whole life um and i think as i even look at i'm in year 13 uh, of my diabetes life cycle i'm uh, now you're almost year nine of my med medtronic and i'm like not even i'm just scratching the surface which is Weird, because sometimes I feel super worn out. <laughs> but, uh, but even yesterday, meeting people with 37 years of, uh, of type 1, uh, 25 years of type 1, and just being around other people who are, after that amount of time, and on all the changes that they've seen, even the changes that I've seen in 13 years have been tremendous. The changes that they've seen in you know, almost uh, a half a century. Um, looking forward, like I really am excited about where we're headed and, and the things that are coming up and things like more things that are as impactful and as uh, innovative as 670. Um, the hybrid closed loop system. <laughs> not, not, <artificial laughs> not the artificial pancreas. Um, in that in that same like sort of customer uh, patient life cycle, I keep saying customer life cycle, uh, patient life cycle, uh, as you look forward to, you know, you got 50, uh, where I'm at 13 years, you got with 50 years, or, you know, 100 years, I'm, I'm planning on going, I'm going to make it to 116. I want 100 Absolutely. years of type 1. Um, what, what's it like to know that, you know, at the end of the day, Medtronic serves millions of patients with type 1? Um, and, and what is, you know, getting you up to, to go to work every day and knowing yeah. that, you know, you're a big part of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, um, yeah, it is a, you know, it's, it's a global company. We've got patients all over, um, all over the world, so it's uh, you know it's a uh, it's a big responsibility. Uh, I um, I um, 
I think all of us just just are, are very aware that this is a, a condition that that's taking place every day. Uh, it's a condition that's life or death, um, and that our products, our therapy needs to be um, needs to have the highest quality. Our customer service needs to be there um, 24 um, 24 seven. So it's 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 a lot of it's a big it's a big responsibility. One of the things that uh, that is really important that I love about you know the 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 Type One community is is really the sense of community, is that everybody's there for each other. Um, you know I, I love you, you know your description about you know you don't really need to know a Type One patient. You just can go up and just say and there's a lot of stuff that's that's common and that's shared I love that about the community it's a it's a very generous it's a very engaging it's a very caring um, community I don't think there's many other um, conditions um, where people are so engaged um, it is interesting that that um, that as a community the type 1 community I, I, I'd kind of say that I'd love for the type 1 community to help the type 2 community a little bit because because we don't see the level of engagement um, the level of knowledge the, the level of concern I think type 2 patients are still kind of learning how to um, how to face into their condition how to ask for help and so I love the type 1 community I, and I hope that um, that we as a company in partnership with other organizations can help um, you know this conversation between the two communities because uh, because while we have the type 1 being so advanced so engaged, so passionate, so vocal. Um, I'd love to see the same thing for uh, for the Type Two community, and I'd love for us to take that, you know, um, around the world. Um, patients are very different uh, around the world, um, so we're very we're very aware of that. You know, the old days of developing something in the U.S. and then just throwing it over the fence to good luck to you guys in India and China. Those days are gone. We we're actually are developing. You know, we've got a unique pump, for instance, for Japan. Um, and we'll do the same thing for, for a lot of our products. One final thought that in your question, Rob, I, I thought it was really interesting is, um, is, is as a company, um, as a condition, you know, type 1 diabetes, we're always very concerned with, um, with our youngest patients, right? I mean, a lot of folks are diagnosed, you know, four, five, six, even two years old, um, you know, all the way. So we're very concerned. Um, in terms of what we're doing for uh, for a lot of our younger patients, the patients that we also need to pay a lot more attention is kind of our older patients. Uh, I mean, again, I love that you know you're going to be with us for another hundred years, and we hope to be there for you. Uh, um, I think we just need to pay a lot more attention to our our older patients. Um, you know, technology might sometimes be new to them. Um, being older, there's a lot of other pains. There's a lot of other conditions that come to bear. You don't move as fast. You don't think as fast. You don't hear as clearly. Uh, your eyesight is 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 not what it used to be. So um, so one of the one of the initiatives that we're very concerned is how do we also support our older uh, our older patients. And so um, so again, I, I hope in the future that you'll see us listening and then translating this into um, into into design uh, elements. You know um, you know. Our pump screen needs to be bigger. Uh, our letters need to be bigger. The, the visual contrast needs to be bigger. The sounds need to be louder. Um, all of those things were, you know, we've gotten great patient feedback that we need all of those uh, to, be, to be better.
Yeah, it's interesting. I think talking to some people who you know lived with and even struggled with, of course, struggled with it, like like we all do at times, uh, with both the relationship with their diabetes as well as with their actual you know uh, treatment of, of diabetes. But uh, and now kind of coming around and seeing these things that you know mm-hmm. after a long time people have sort of lost hope. I think a lot of the you know there's a lot of cure talk. Uh, especially a diagnosis and that mm-hmm. rhetoric is important and I think I, I do believe that we're on the right track to that and then that will happen within probably my lifetime of 100 mm-hmm. years I'm going to give you guys a, <laughs> everybody, everybody work on but uh, when they come around and they come back and they, and they re-engage and they kind of uh, and I think you know, talking to some of your team you guys are looking at ways to engage those people as they, as they go through those different emotions um, when they come back around and they see oh there is a continuous glucose monitor closed loop hy- mm-hmm. you know, hyper closed loop system that I mm-hmm. can use I never dreamed that that would actually mm-hmm. happen yeah. and I think that encouragement of that is uh, and the emotional uh, reward with that mm-hmm. I think it helps a lot of people too who may have you know for years just have mm-hmm. soured on, on, on that type of relationship which mm-hmm. is, is cool to see mm-hmm. and also you know encouraging like I said for somebody who has gone from uh, glass needles uh, when they were, when they were a child to you know now they now they don't even have to inject a needle anymore which yeah. is and just the the emotional effects of doing that yeah. over time I think are super positive. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I've, I've, we have a little museum of history in our in our building, and um, you know, just just right by the uh, by the entrance, and it's it's fascinating to see, you know, you know what happened, you know, back in 1920 when insulin um, first was were, was produced, you know discovered and produced commercially to what's happening today well and um, i think it's it's crazy like that that was not even a hundred years ago yes um and you know thinking about that um i, I talked to uh, interviewed a, a person on the podcast whose grandfather and her father were type one and just the and they're all and they're all still alive and they all talk to each other today so it's it's kind of it was a very cool uh thing for me to hear because i'd never talked to anyone like that and just to think that a hundred years ago you know, we had all this you know, great sort of industrial revolution in the United States, but people were still you know, dying of type 1 diabetes with no treatment. And now we have this, uh, you know, all these great treatments and there's so much more awareness. And I think you know, part of the reason that more people are being diagnosed every year is just that we have more resources and we've got better treatment. And uh, it's very yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I, I love to go to the museum, but but I love more than ever the fact that. Um, that what's coming next is, is even better, and, and uh, you know, hopefully, patients are not fearing for uh, for their lives. Um, uh, you know, I was just you, you're just making me smile and think about just kind of looking into the future. I was I was uh, a week and a half ago. I was in, you know, in, in New York talking to a, a pediatric endocrinologist at, at Stony Brook, and, and and she was sharing some just some great stories. But uh, but one of the stories was about you know this family three just wonderful little girls and um and uh twins and, and then and then a slightly older one but within a year all three of them were progressively diagnosed um with diabetes and i just i just i was like i was you know i was literally in um in tears that um that i can't imagine just the parents and the first child kind of going through the shock of it, um, and I could see, you know, the 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 other sisters sort of, um, you know, supporting um, and and just um, the first child, and then just within months, 
all of them just were diagnosed with, uh, with diabetes. So this is the kind of story that for me and I think for a lot of our employees just kind of drives us to um, just how can we make it better um, to them, um, for them. And, um, and you know, this is, this is, this is the Medtronic, um, you know, just tradition and, 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 and inspiration that we keep, we keep these stories very close and dear to, um, to our hearts because, uh, because we're, we're, you know, we hope to make a difference. And that's what, that's what ultimately just helps us. It's a lot of hard work, but you know, that's, that's the reward, uh, you know, and my hope here is to, um, to hope that we can, you know, we can help those three, those three girls. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that I often have to step back and think about is the, the parents, the, the unsung heroes, the type threes, <laughs> as some people call them, uh, and just the, the tremendous weight that they carry for all of us. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got to where I am with my diabetes because of my, you know, because of my parents for sure and their, and their help and support, and my brother and sister as well. Um, thinking about the, the immediate future, so mm -hmm. uh, November is National Diabetes Awareness Month. Yes. Um, what are you guys, uh, you know, what are you excited about? What's going on here at Medtronic? <laughs> uh, what do you guys got planned? Give us a little preview. Um, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a big tradition at Medtronic Diabetes for us to do um, a lot of fundraising. Um, and, you know, it's a special, it's a special month, and uh, it's a special month for us to, you know, to create awareness with our friends and, and family. Uh, but it's a special also month for uh, for the for the the employees. So um, so you know just uh, just this week we're 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 getting our um, fundraising campaign. So we're asking uh, we're partnering with JDRF and ADA, and we've got you know we're kind of asking um, our employees to you know just to donate. Um, but we're also involved um, in in a lot of other fundraising um, efforts. We um, we have a lot of our um, companies that we partner with. We've, um, we also have, um, last week we had a special week in which we bring all those companies that we work with, um, our suppliers, our partners, our vendors, and again we do a lot of fundraising with them. We, um, we make sure that they also share in this culture of listening to the patients. Um, so we had um, a patient and um, a mother and some of our kids kind of visiting us from Chicago and kind of sharing some stories um, with our vendors so that everyone knows what we're here uh, for. And then, and then ultimately, we've got we've got our you know a lot of the walks. You know, LA is a big is a big place for uh, both ADA and, and JDRF. So we, um, you know, a lot of our a lot of employees again volunteer um, to uh, to talk to the patients at these walks to um, to go out and and and, and wear the you know a, a diabetes Medtronic shirt and just to be um, very visible um, in the community. So it's uh, it's kind of a fun. Um, it's a fun time to tell you the truth, you know, um, um, Thanksgiving is also a fun little tradition that we have in the company that, um, that, uh, that, um, that we engage with, um, being fully aware of, of, uh, of all of the, uh, threats and treats that, <laughs> that Thanksgiving comes along. So it's a, it's a really unique combination, those two coming together, but, um, but it's actually, to tell you the truth, it's probably the most special month of the year for all of us. is uh, is uh, is November. So um, so we're thrilled to um, to uh, to help out any any way we can. Very cool. Um, so Lewis, I ask this question on all of my podcasts to to all of my guests, um, and context is important. But uh, I will tell you that there are two types of people who answer the question. One, they take the context in and they answer it and they and they follow it. And two, they're just like, no, I don't. I'm, not, I'm rejecting your context. And I'm going to answer it the way I want. So uh, you have full license to go either way. Uh, so um, the, 
question is, uh, in the context is, you're in an airport and they're about to close the gate. So you're at your gate, they're about to close the door, uh, and you can't miss this flight. You know, it's very whatever's on the other end is very important, whatever that is. So uh, you got about 30 seconds, and you run into somebody who has either recently been diagnosed or struggling with uh, with their type one uh, diabetes. What's the one thing that you tell that person? What a great question. What a great context here. <laughs> well. I guess um, I, it's a great imp- it's a great opportunity to engage, you know, with with a new patient. Um, so I, I probably would take more than the thirty seconds, and I might miss the the flight. I know that there's going to be another flight a you're, few hours you're a later. But but I think I think, and I would miss the flight because because I think that first and foremost, it would take some time to really listen and understand. Um, um, what that person is going through. So where are they in their journey? Are they still going through the, I can't believe this has happened to me? Uh, or are they in the stage of, you know, I've tried a lot of things and I'm just not doing so well. Um, you know, I need some help. Um, do you have some ideas? So I think I would take some really careful time to listen to um, to where they are emotionally, to where they are from a, from a therapy need. Uh, are they exploring? options um, you know is is a pump and a sensor system the right place for they to start or you know might they be better with some alternative therapy um, not all patients uh, are ready um, we'd like to think that uh, that you know for instance minimed 670g system is is a great option but um, but people are in different stages of their journey so i just think spending a lot of time um, talking to them and listening to them and understanding where they are and then at minimum plugging them in to the community. Um, I mean, again, I'd love for Medtronic to be one of the, one of the pieces of the puzzle. Um, and I think there's, there's lots of great um, um, Medtronic um, communities, um, mini-med communities, uh, 670 communities, um, our Facebook, uh, Instagram, lots of great tips. But the diabetes type one community just kind of self-organizes and there's just a really good vibe and there's lots of people that that have lots of great things to say uh, whether that's to support um, this person or whether that's provide some advice so um, you know and ultimately it's also about the conversation with you know the doctors and the nurses and your diabetes educator and and everyone else that you can get your hands on um, you know I think that's an important um, piece of advice just uh, just reach out open up to, to everyone. Yeah, I think you, we talked about it a little bit uh, you know, during this conversation, but the type one community is really a diamond in the rough. It's kind of, it's very unique, and uh, especially in the social media world where so much can be negative. Uh, it's really, it's, it's an amazing, amazing uh, sort of case study on the power of, uh, of a group of people who are like-minded and want to help each other. Uh, Lewis, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Uh, what a great interview, kind of look behind the scenes of uh, everything we're doing here at Medtronic. And, uh, Man, um, I, I, for for all of, of the listeners out there, you know, uh, following Medtronic on, on Facebook and Instagram at Medtronic Diabetes, um, you can keep up with all of the you know you mentioned tips, but also things that are happening here mm-hmm. and things that you guys are doing and people you guys are meeting with. Always very exciting. So um, so thank you again for, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Thank you. Thanks, everyone that that you're listening. Just uh, just I hope that we can uh, we can um, we can also listen to uh, to all your comments. So. The door is open, um, you know, through Facebook, through Instagram, through, you know, a direct call. Um, I'm sure, Rob, you can 
you can share a lot of the ideas that uh, that a lot of uh, the folks are, are sharing with you. So just, again, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it.